shoot on over to Eat Me Tees. Um, that's eat underscore me underscore T-E-E-Z on Instagram. Check out my lesbian t-shirt brand. Um, yeah, it's been doing pretty good. Sales are up, so that's beautiful. Thank you for everybody that has supported me by purchasing one of my either lesbian shirts or hats or dog tags or coffee mugs or posters or hoodies. I appreciate y'all. people that are listening all my haters that are toning in this week thank you for all the shade that you've been throwing me this last couple weeks uh it's been hot out here so it's nice it's a little breeze a little bit of degrees cooler in that shade i appreciate it very very much so yeah hello everybody um so i guess i'm gonna start this week off with my instagram and then i'm gonna start explaining why it is that i didn't do the show for two weeks and then I have something kind of important that I really want to talk to you guys about 
but let's go ahead and do the damn thing. You know, it's funny is I actually went and got this <clears throat> uh, week's uh, Instagram pulled up and it went away. Okay, so this week's Instagram um, is Chrissy Lili. Uh, I've been following this chick for fucking years, man. She seems pretty cool. I don't think we've ever really talked. We might have passed some comments at some point in time, maybe had a couple of conversations a while back, but she always puts up cool pictures. She's got a really cute pup, and you know, everybody knows by now I'm a sucker for somebody that puts up cute puppies on their Instagram. Um, she follows my show, and I appreciate the support. I've literally had this chick on my Instagram for, like, God, like five years now, four years, something like that. It's been very crazy. So go check her out. Um, it's C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-L-E-E-L-E-E. -E -E -E. Um, she's up in Ontario, Canada. Hit, go check her out, follow her, and yeah, have some fun liking all of her photos. So that's done. Instagram's done. <clears throat> Explaining. So I took two weeks off. And part of the reason why I took two weeks off, let's see, the first week I took off because of depression, and the second week I took off because of my birthday. And um, <clears throat> so about two weeks ago, I had my very first girlfriend decided to hit me up because, you know, uh, for all you exes that are listening right now, y'all can't stay the fuck away. Um, I wish you would. <laughs> It'd be nice. Don't don't write me say you're still thinking about me after you fucked me over. Um and then this one decided to write me or call me. And it's weird because she called me and she's like, I'm so sorry for everything. And it, I just couldn't talk to you because of my girlfriend. And it was devastating for me. And then she blocked me 24 hours later. Yeah, so devastating. So, so devastating. So devastating that you always fucking block me. Leave me the fuck alone. Anyways, I really do at this point feel the only reason why she called was to inflict some pain. She decided to inform me that um, a girl that I actually had asked to be polyamorous uh, and told me no, that she was not willing to be polyamorous with me. She wanted to be monogamous and threw me into a monogamous relationship with her. And it only lasted a very short time. She wound up being not anything, which she said that she was um, when we were doing the whole interview stage of the relationship. Like her representative did not um, accurately, accurately represent her. Um, is actually contacting my first girlfriend and asking her if she wants to tag team her current girlfriend. So apparently her and her current girlfriend are in a polyamorous relationship. You know, at this point, I'm just kind of like, what the fuck is up? Like, okay, I'm not bad to look at. I'm not the most beautiful girl in the world, but I'm not bad to look at. I've got a good career. I make a lot of money. I have a nice car. I take good care of myself. I have a cool life. I do a lot of cool stuff. And all these ghetto ass bitches are like all wiped up. And I'm sitting here going, I can't find anybody that's not. I don't want a girl, I want a woman. I want somebody who has either working towards a future, has a car, is like developing themselves. Um, you don't have to be in perfect shape, but wanting to get in shape, I really would like a girl to be like willing to go to a gym with me. Whatever. 
apparently I'm just meant to be single and I'm okay with it. Like, honestly, I keep seeing my friends who are in relationships. I see two things. I see them getting in fights all the time and I see them not being allowed to do things that they want to do because their partner is not okay with it. And I don't have to worry about either of those. I can go do whatever the fuck I want to do whenever the fuck I want to do it. As long as I'm not at work, the only thing that restricts me from doing anything is going to work. Um, and I don't know. I don't really have to fight with anybody. Sometimes I fight with my friends, but we're friends and we always make up really quick. Fighting with friends is so much easier than fighting with the person that you're in love with. I feel like it's less, um, I don't know. I don't know why it's easier. It just really is for me anyways. So yeah. So that really kind of fucked with me and I've already been kind of in a depression. I kind of fight depression. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I thought I had turned that off. Um, ever since my kids got taken away from me, um, I, I've fought depression pretty severely and, um, when I have people come back into my life that I had finally found some sort of like solace with what they had done and I felt better about the situation and then they come back in like purely just to be fucking vicious and malicious by making sure I hurt more and then block me and make me feel like once again they got what they wanted and Billy didn't get what she wanted. I'm just over it. It put me into a dark place. I'm better now. I feel much better. My birthday came along. Um, I turned 38 floating in the ocean. And it was an amazing day. I had an amazing friend with me who um, really stepped up. And we flipped a boat in the ocean and had to be rescued. And it was still the most funnest day of my life. Like, I've, I had so much fun that day. And then I got to have dinner with all my friends. And it was super cool. Um, I have a good team right now. I really, really do. And I'm super thankful for them, even though we have, um, we don't get to see each other all the time the way we want to or whatever. Our lives are busy. You know, there's relationships and kids and dogs and family events that keep us from doing all the stuff we wish we could do together. But when we all need to come together, we do. And it was fun. It was a really good birthday. I can't believe I'm 38. Unfortunately, 38 has been, um, this week has been probably the hardest week of my life. Um, I don't even know if I can talk about it without crying. So I haven't really talked about it, but I'm gonna do my best. Um, I had a friend who died in May. Um, so we weren't close. We weren't like the best of friends. Um, we barely even talked. I had a few conversations with this person in my life, but I cared about her. And um, I have two tattoos on my body from her. Um, she was a pretty <sighs> amazing human being who, like many people out there, just suffered with a massive amount of depression. Um, she chose to do medicine. I choose not to do medicine because I can walk myself through it. And if I ever got to a point where I stopped being able to walk myself through my depression, then I, at that point, would be willing to go and get um, some sort of chemical help if it was needed. Um, so she did. And then she was she was here in Florida, and she was very unhappy in Florida. So she moved to Portland or Washington with this really amazing couple who owns a tattoo studio and um, are two well-known um, tattoo artists in the community. 
And she started doing really good. She got off her depression medicine. She got off drinking. She stopped smoking cigarettes. Um, these two people live a very healthy, healthy lifestyle. Um, and they really definitely brought her into it. And she was doing really good. And then she met a girl. And as many lesbians know, um, just because you meet a girl and fall in love with that girl, it doesn't quite mean that that girl's good for you. And um, the story that I've been told is very heartbreaking, but within a year, um, my dear friend was using drugs that she shouldn't have been using and was spiraling down into a very depressing place. And in May, we were told that she got into a car accident the day after her birthday. And the day after my birthday, I got informed that she actually shot herself in the head. sorry I can't even say it without crying I feel so bad for her I feel so bad for anybody that goes through that kind of pain if you're going through that kind of pain reach out to somebody it doesn't have to be like that you don't have to be in a dark place reach out to me I don't care we just find somebody to talk to definitely don't keep a gun in your house um Sorry, I'm so sorry. I, I can't get through this conversation without crying. I've tried several times. And I think it's just hitting home for me. I've had a lot of people in my life kill themselves. Um, and I'm just over it, if that makes sense. Anyways, um, two days before she killed herself, she shot her iPad Pro. She had a, you know, every tattoo artist in America right now basically has... An iPad Pro that they create on, or at least most of them do. And she shot it, and the cops were called, and they didn't take the guns away. They didn't, the wife didn't take the guns away because they had gotten married. She was no longer a girlfriend, she was a wife. There was two guns in the house that did not get removed. Um, they were doing very heavy drugs, so therefore the guns shouldn't have been in the house in the first place. And even after she shot her iPad and flushed her wedding ring down a toilet uh nobody stepped in and it should have those are two huge red flags anyways um the couple that she lived with is going to be starting an organization in her name and I'll definitely be promoting that and I hope every all my listen, listeners will get behind this Sorry, I had to pull myself together. <laughs> it's been a tough week, y'all. <laughs> I've been dealing with this and talking to a lot of people about what happened. I got handed grave detail about what happened that day. So I have those in my head, those visuals of what she went through. Um, anyways, there's going to be a foundation in her name. I really would like for anybody who is willing to, to help support it, um... No joke, if you are, if you're listening and you're in a place of severe depression to the point where you don't want to live anymore, please reach out to somebody. Reach out to anybody that you feel comfortable with and and talk to them. And I know, you know, they say people that cry suicide aren't really going to kill themselves. And the ones that do are quiet about it. And it makes me sad that that winds up being the way because most of them don't reach out because they've already made it up in their mind that they're done and that this world is not a good place to be. So 
Um, sorry, I got emotional. <laughs> it's been that week. On top of that, I've had a bunch of other stuff going on that has not been too positive. So I'm fucking over it. 38 is supposed to be a really good year for me. So I decided today, um, after waking up to find out that a bunch of money was stolen out of my bank account, um, that I am going to change it no matter what. Like, I control my own world. So I went and I got hair dye. And I'm making myself pretty again. And I'm making myself feel better about the world again. And we'll see how this goes. Um, I have an interview for you guys. Uh, I get to call her here in a couple of minutes. And um, I don't know what we're going to get into tonight. She's all the way over in Washington. Uh, she's a nurse up there. And um, I'm super excited to see what she has to say about life. I hope everybody is doing good. I hope everybody is working on themselves and growing and feeling happy. Um, and if you're not feeling happy, you can control your happiness. It doesn't take anything to make you happy. You can just say, I am not going to be sad today. It's crazy because I usually wake up every morning with a panic attack. And I decided the other day that I wasn't going to do that anymore. That I didn't want to deal with it anymore. And that it wasn't something I wanted. And I haven't had a panic attack for two days. <laughs> so that's really, really awesome. you got to just program yourself and realize that you can do anything you want with your own body. I also had um, a weird... So, okay, here I am. I'm, I'm um, preaching to you guys about, you know, if you're feeling suicidal, like reach out to somebody. And I had a weird situation happen this week that I did want to share with you guys before I um, go into the next song. So I the song I just played for you guys at the beginning of the show is called Crew World. And um, I had taken the lyrics and copied and pasted them under a picture of mine. And... Um, I don't really feel like on my Facebook I appear depressed. I ask people to hang out a lot on Facebook because I really don't know how else to ask people to hang out with me. I don't. I'm not very good. I'm awkward. I'm, I'm awkward when it comes to asking people to hang out. That I don't know why. That's just the way I am. So um, I posted the lyrics to that song and someone actually commented underneath it that it sounded like a suicide letter. And that the cops needed to be sent to my house. And could somebody please send the cops to my house? Because it sounded like I was going to kill myself. And I, I giggled a little bit because I have been severely depressed um, this last week. And I don't ever go to the point of wanting to kill myself. I am literally deathly afraid of death. So I have so many panic attacks about dying that I could never kill myself like that's just not an option um and one of my friends even put it underneath the the comment he put something like billy killed herself not in a million years the people that know me um know that i can tend to be a little emo or maybe lonely but that i'm never like i don't know some people take it a little too far so but i also am thankful for the fact that that person was like worried about me I wrote them I just let them know like that was song lyrics don't worry about me I'm fine the next morning I woke up and I had five more people writing me asking me if I was going to kill myself and I had to explain to them that it was all song lyrics and it wasn't a suicide note 
So yeah, this week's been really crazy. I hope you guys have had a better week than I have had. Um, I'm actually going to really send you into the song now. So here's the second song of the show. And afterwards, I should have an interview.
lesbians. Here I am with blue all the way. You're in Washington, right? Uh, Oregon. Oregon. Okay. Oregon. Yeah. yeah. So I, I always get who's where in those two states off because they're pre- not to be like messed up, but they're pretty much the same state. I'm right on the border. I'm on the cusp of Vancouver, Washington and Portland, Oregon. So yeah. I'm right there. There's just like a bridge. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was actually going to, I was supposed to move there like um, six years back. I had a guy that was going to mm-hmm. open up a tattoo studio there and he wanted me to run mm-hmm. it and I quit all nice. my, well, not, yeah, it was going to be nice if it would happen. I um, I quit all my jobs and sold a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and like a week before it was supposed to happen, he called and let me know it wasn't happening. Oh, are you kidding me? That's no. horrible. I know. Have you, have you been out here? before or no i had never been out there but i knew it's people a beautiful little city i yeah. love it out here i i really do i it's one of my favorite cities that i've ever lived in yeah i i've heard good things i have friends that I have a friend that tends to move back and forth in between um, New Mexico and and Portland. Mm -hmm. Um, She loves both places, so I think she tends to go back and forth um, over the years. You know, I've like always said that if I ever got into um, a lot of money, that I would all you know that I would definitely own a home here during the you know june july august month because we have the most beautiful summers here like they're unbelievably beautiful um it's the best summers i've ever lived in so i would probably always own something here yeah, yeah. i'm but happy in my i'm happy in my permanent that. summer i'm not a big fan of cold weather and <laughs> The rain up there, it rains a lot here, but the rain here is real tropical, so it's like sunny and raining, not gloomy and raining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, here it rains a lot in the wintertime, and, and, and you know, when I first moved here, uh, gosh, that was maybe 11 years ago, if not longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to get used to the rain. I couldn't believe how gloomy that it yeah. was, and I was depressed for about a year. I didn't want to leave my house. I didn't, That's normal. There's you know, a high. There's depressing. a high depression rate there. There in Minnesota, yeah. they have two of the highest mm-hmm. depression rates, and that's because their winters because are so the long. Because of snow and, mm-hmm. and, and all that. It just it, you know. But after a while, I kind of got used to it, and you just got to get out there, and you got to run in between those, um, uh, you know, drops of rain. I, yeah. I, I think Portland is a beautiful city. It it, it is gorgeous, it, and um, I I don't see myself living anywhere else for right now. I I, I see myself here for you know um, a while longer. Yeah, I have I have lots of people that live up there. My uh, mm-hmm. one of my good friends, she runs a really cool like hippie clothing line. She lives up there. Her oh, and her nice. boyfriend and. So yeah, I know I know mm-hmm. quite a bit of people that live up in that area. I I like my South. I'm a tropical girl, so. I stay, yeah. I stay in my tropics. Yeah. I'd be willing to go there in the summer, but you'll never get me there in the winter. I can promise you that. But <laughs> <laughs> that's... Well, if you're ever down here, I mean, up here. Um, yeah, I, it's up here. The best food carts ever. I'm nice. telling you, we have bomb ass food carts because yeah. I just mowed and devoured the best ones ever today, and 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 I am full until tomorrow. Yeah. They're, you know, they're like the best. I feel like every state kind of has their cuisine that they're really good for. Mm -hmm. And honestly, if you're not in that state, yeah, it could be good, but it's not going to be as good as like, you know, what was it like? Like New York, you can get good pizza, but you're not going to get New York pizza anyway. 
and but it's called the Pie Bill, and so yeah. I'm I from know. there. Yeah, um, my whole family's from Mount Vernon. Very long, long time, and 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 uh, so when I first moved to Los Angeles, because I moved to Los Angeles before I came up to Portland, I would order a. Um, um, maybe like the large pie, yeah. and they would go like a pie. Like they didn't understand yeah, yeah, you know, what a yeah. pie was. I had to get used to a whole new, you know, wording. But they're the, the, the best pizza ever. Yeah. And Michigan, I used to live over there too. They got the best pasties. Have you ever had a pasty? No, I haven't. Oh my god! If you ever get to Michigan, you got to go up to the upper part of Michigan, and the pasties there are killer. Oh my god, they're so good. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Florida. Florida is known for their Cuban food, from what I'm getting from it, because there's a lot yeah. of really good Cuban food down here. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've yeah, and that southern cooking, man. I've always wanted to go to the southern part of there. I, um, I was never there, but I spent some. I had an ex. Well, I have an ex girlfriend that lives just. I think it's just um, right outside of Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was with her for a while. Uh, we're no longer together, but um, that's just the way that that ended. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I just have bad luck with meeting women. <laughs> yeah, don't we all? <laughs> it's horrible. I, I I never in my life ever thought dating would be so hard it's weird because um when i was in high school i remember dating and this is back in the 90s early 90s Mm -hmm. and 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 it was really easy you had things you went to go do and you could meet people or you had school Mm -hmm. or you had outside of school events or you had games or whatever there was always somewhere to meet somebody and i never had a problem meeting anybody and then I wound up getting into a relationship at 18 that I didn't leave until 22. And 22 uh-huh. was kind of when MySpace kind of started. So social media wasn't really that big yet. Yeah. And and so you were. You were still going to nightclubs and shit to meet people and, like, doing all of that type of stuff. Uh-huh. And then I went into another relationship. Um, I left that relationship at 22. I was single for nine years. And I went into another uh-huh. relationship. At, or I'm sorry. It was eight years I was single because it was 29 or 30 that I went into that relationship and that Mm -hmm. relationship ended at 34. And in those four years, dating completely changed. It it has been. I don't know if it's because of the social media. Oh, it's because of social um, media. (laughs) I think it has gotten And I believe because I was married not once. I was married twice. And I believe the first marriage I knew was never gonna work out it wasn't but at that time I was I was very young and I didn't want to be alone so when she said oh we're gonna get married because this was before prop um prop eight yeah do you remember when prop eight was going on in California and stuff yeah Mm -hmm. so we went to the bay area I didn't I didn't know that she planned us to get married because we were not getting along very well so she just put this on me and I was like oh you know I thought maybe that was going to make us better such a lesbian mood but Mm. uh, it it, it totally was now I'm older and a lot wiser Um, but um, social media like I remember when Facebook started out um, she was on it constantly and she ended up connecting with an old boyfriend that her parents didn't like because he was black. So they reconnected. They were on the phone nonstop. And and, um, I didn't realize that until after I found out through a text message that I was getting a divorce. 
and she would answer my phone calls. I'm like, did you forget that you were married? We have bills. Like, you, you know, I had no idea she was leaving me. So then, I don't. I, Another lesbian one move. Thing about, uh, yeah. Or, or should I say, a bisexual <laughs> move at that point? I know, right? Well, my second wife was total straight. So, God, um, stay away from the straight girls. Yeah. They're just not good dudes. I don't know what it is. I can't meet a lesbian that wants to go out with me, and I don't know what I gotta do to prove that I'm a decent woman. I I just want an honest, faithful girl, and and what's going on today. And, and it, it, but there has to be something there. Like, I want to excite her like she will excite me. Yeah. I, I don't want it just me wanting to be with somebody. I, I want it both, and I want us to look forward to it. Yeah. Uh, it it's so hard. And, and I never thought in this day and age, I thought it would be easier. And, and it's, it has been the hardest thing. I can't conquer anything in life. I can't conquer finding a decent girlfriend it's really crazy because now you're kind of dwindled down to the whole dating app thing like unless you meet in like a situation i mean you you nowadays you can still meet people like through friends that that can still happen um Mm i i have i have it's funny because i've i've been single for two years and all my friends, they're always telling me that they're always hunting for lesbians. So that way they can be like, hey, I've got a single friend. Are you single? You know? Um, yeah. And then, but then that kind of makes us look like that we're desperate, but we're really not. Like, I'd rather I'm, meet somebody I'm that way than meet somebody on a dating app. Right now, it, it, I'm right, so angry right? with dating apps. Like, plenty of fish is disgusting. It's just disgusting. Yeah, I... And you don't know if it's a man on the other end. Yeah. Like, you have no idea. And, and I'm I'm done with those apps, too. Like, I'm trying to get out more. Uh, but, you know, when I work, because I work a lot, sometimes, you know, I, I just want to stay at home. And I know that's yeah. probably not the best thing for me to do. But it's just like, I don't know if I'm at the point where, you know, if I am alone, I, um, I'm alone. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm getting to that point. Where even each other thought of a date even sounds like, oh, God. But I want a date. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I get it. Like, for because me, I, for so me, I really, like, I really, I really want, okay, so I'm off Tuesday, Wednesday, right? I would love to have uh-huh. a girl that's in my bed for Tuesday and Wednesday, and then that's it. Because the rest of the week, yeah. I'm so fucking busy. I, like I want to go yeah. home. I just want to pass the fuck out. I wake up in the morning. Yeah. I hang out. With, I have my little routine. I go to work. But then on my days off, yeah. I'm like, damn, I kind of wish I had somebody to fucking go on adventures I with. I know. <laughs> exactly. Because private time is so important. And, and the last time that I had a girlfriend, I had to overly encourage her to go have a life, to have friends. I refuse to do that from now on. If I don't meet somebody that has a life and is like, okay, Mm -hmm. just because we're in each other's lives now doesn't mean that our outside lives have to come to a halt. So I'm going to still do my thing. You still do your thing, except for we're not going to fuck other people. We're just going to fuck each other and be in a relationship. But apparently nowadays, (laughs) if you get, and that's changed. That that dynamic has completely changed. Now, if you're in a relationship, it's, you got to be all about me. You got to be all about, we're, it's, it's a society of so many insecurities and jealousies that we can't it, it, even oh be God, in a healthy relationship. One. No one can be in a healthy like, relationship because everybody's insecure and, and jealous. It, it, because people are making us feel like that. I want to 
to believe in somebody and I want somebody to believe in me. I am the most loyalist girl I think anyone would ever find. I, 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 I do not cheat. I'm against that. If there's a problem, let's talk about it. And if we're not able to move on from that, then maybe we need to move on from each other. The relationship. Because I'm not going to keep yeah, going on and on about the same problem. Yeah, because you're supposed to do before you go fuck somebody else behind somebody's exactly. back. And then and, and the damage that you do to somebody with that is ridiculous. Like, it's, it's, right. it's going to be less damaging for you to walk up to that person and say, like, look, I'm not in this anymore. I'm thinking about straying. So it's time for me to leave this situation because I can't yeah. do this anymore. Then you're uh-huh. going to cause, by fucking somebody behind your back, keeping it alive for however long you decide to keep it alive or however uh-huh. you get busted, and then that person has to deal with exactly. all of that damage, and then they start uh-huh. getting the insecurity of, well, that person cheated on me, so anybody could cheat on me because I trusted exactly. them. Yep. I don't do that anymore. Uh-huh. I've decided to stop uh-huh. letting those situations, like, like I don't do that. I've been cheated on. That doesn't mean the next girl's going to cheat on me. And you, and you know what? I am the same exact way. I had to learn how to let go of that. Because how my second marriage ended was she said to me, she goes, honey, I'm going to go out with the girls tonight. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I was I was really happy that she was going out more. Um, and she said, I'll call you when I'm on my way home. She gave me a kiss. And um, that was the last time I, that was the last time she ever came home again. I looked for her all night long. I thought, because she was a gorgeous woman, beautiful. And, and I thought maybe somebody did something to her. I had no idea. Yeah. I looked for her all night long. And, and uh, she finally called me at 11 o'clock the next morning. And I said, where in the hell are you? I said, you haven't even called me. And there was a long, long pause. And, and I said, did you cheat on me? And she said, yes. And I said, do I know her? And she goes, well... It's not a her, it's a him. And I'm thinking, oh my God, like, what have I done but take care of you? I supported you. I gave you um because she was a straight home. girl. You said she was a straight girl. That's what happens. They always go back to dick. You cannot take a girl that <laughs> likes dick and make her never want she real dick again. And, and, and I never had that pit in my stomach that something was bad until that one night. And then when I looked on our phone bills, I paid for everything. And I was just like, and I never wanted to look at the phone bills. And I said, you know what, I, I have to find out for myself how long this has been going on for. And as far back as I was able to go was for six months. Back and forth from like six in the morning to one in the morning. It was nonstop the whole day. They were talking back and forth. And I was just like, what did I do that was so wrong? You didn't do anything that was I, wrong. I, I, she was a straight I, girl. I, I, Stay away from I'm straight girls and you perfect. won't get you down I, like that. I have fault. But, you know, but, you know, but they end up saying to you, is this, oh, well, I always loved women. I always thought women were hot, but I thought that I had to live with a man or be in um, a relationship with a man because that's what my parents want. One thing I've never and, done and, so and one thing like, I will never do is turn a straight girl. Like, that is my number one rule. I refuse to be a girl's first. Because, especially Uh if there is, then, yeah, I'm good. If I know a girl even touches dick, I'm like, nope, I don't do the whole bisexual thing. I don't, I'm Uh not about that life. I do not want it. I understand that that's okay for other people, and I completely respect Uh their decisions, but... I stay away from it. And you know what? I feel like it has saved me a lot of heartbreak because I have not talked to not one person who has dated a straight girl 
or married a straight girl and had it not end in the fact that the girl went back to dick. It happens exactly. 99.9% of the time. Mm-hmm. And, and Billy, so, I'm living proof of that because both of my wives Yeah, so stop doing that to yourself. <laughs> and and, and I, I'm waiting for the lesbian, the femme lesbian to walk in my life. I'm waiting for her. Um, I don't need her. I want her. So that's two different things. Oh, yeah. I can take care of myself. I desire to have somebody. I want to go on a date. I want to do fun things. And, and I want to do that with somebody. But I don't need somebody. I when was, hey, just out of curiosity, just out of curiosity, other. when was the last time you went on a date? Oh, my God. Like a date? Yeah, like when was the last time you literally went legit went on a date? Well, I, I actually, um, I, I've been trying to go out with this one girl. Um, no, 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 not what you're trying to do. When local. was the last time and, and, you had a date? So, <laughs> not what you're trying oh God, to do. When it, was it, the last time you had years. a date? It's been years. Yeah, mine's been, mine's been. It's been years, even though I've had girlfriends. And I, I would bring up the word date and they go, what is that? Nobody dates me. So I'm just like, wow, so I can't take you anywhere nice. I think I would have a fucking I think I would have a heart attack if a girl was like, Hey, I'm gonna pick you up for a date and showed up to my house with flowers oh and and opened my door and then like took me to dinner and like did stuff with me and then brought me home and gave me a kiss on the cheek and said that she couldn't wait for the next one. I would freak out. Right. I would be like, oh my God, this is my wife. I well, already know it. <laughs> I'd be pulling a lesbian move. I totally love that. Because that's the kind of girl that I am. That's what I want to do. And, and to find somebody that wants that, especially locally, it's impossible. Yeah. So it's like, I don't even know where to begin to even ask somebody out on a date because I don't know what their expectations are because dating has changed. The whole so courting, much. the whole courting, like, has gone. I love it's gone. the idea of having to court somebody. I love I hope someday idea. it comes back into fashion because I, I feel like it's like, I, right now, just being a dick to people right yeah. away and cheating on people right away is like mm-hmm. this fashion. Like, yeah, whatever. Hopefully someday, I mean, like, actually treating people with respect and, like, courting each other will come back into yeah. fashion. Like, I would love to ask another woman's mother or their father for their daughter's hand. Like, I would love to do that. That never happens anymore. I, I, I would totally love to do I'm an old-fashioned Guys became pussies of... and stopped asking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm people became pussies and it, stopped it, asking parents for that. permission. I'm teaching my son the old-fashioned love, and hopefully what I have instilled in him, uh, he's he's going to do. Because I said, that's what women want. Yeah. I, I don't think some women are going to say that, uh, but I think that a lot of them do. I don't think that they know what that feels like. Uh, Is there not... I, I would think that there'd be good gay clubs where you live. Aren't there good gay clubs there? <laughs> There are a lot of men ones. Uh, the women, yeah. clubs, they tend to put them in like the deeper part of Portland where you got to go so far to get to them. I think if they put some right where the men ones are, I think they would grow. But there, there are like a lot of men ones and there's a lot of bisexual ones. Um, 
So we just got to, I, I just got to take what I, you know, what I can get. Yeah. And I'm not really much of a bar hopping person. I would rather spend an evening, let's go do something else, you know. Yeah, let's no, I'm just saying to, I'm just saying to figure out how to get yeah, into yeah, yeah. the lesbian scene. Because here's exactly. the same thing, Mike, there's no lesbian clubs. The only one that, they, like, there's one in Orlando, which is an hour and 35 40 minutes from me mm-hmm. and um which i call it uh, they have a girl night which is a lesbian night but and it's once a week but like other mm-hmm. than that like there's this whole district down in fort lauderdale that's all gay clubs but it is predominantly male it, it, they tried yeah, to open a lesbian it, it, club and only lasted like a it, month they're, they're very hard they're hard because i think that the women nowadays they are straying away from the club and what I'm hearing, because I'm looking online a lot, where do they hang out? Just so I can just not... On Facebook know, at home. <laughs> That's where and, they and hang they out. they are in coffee shops. They're in coffee shops or they're in book clubs or... I was where the fuck is this book club? Because I love to read. Let's fucking read a damn book together. I would love that. Yeah. I, you know, instead of let's go get hammered together, let's get a book or, you know, let's go to the Oregon coast. I mean, it's like the Oregon coast is so beautiful. Um, I would love to spend some kind of weekend, you know, with somebody that I care about and, and you know, make her feel good for, you know, you know, for like a weekend. And, and, and not be, I, I'm just not a big bar girl. Dating is, dating is just different, dude. Dating is different, so it's harder to find that shit. It is, and I don't know if it's because I'm older. It's and, not because you're older, you're not even uh, that old. Laugh. You're not even that old. I, you, it's funny because, like, you told me how old you are, and we're not going to talk about, like, how old yeah. you are specifically. But, dude, you're not that old. Like, you have uh-huh. so much life left in you, and if you keep thinking that you're old, you're going to get old, and you're definitely not going to find exactly. anybody. And you got to remember, there's a lot of yeah. younger women out there that very much prefer older women. That's my situation. Uh-huh. I get hit on by a lot of young, like, young girls. But, like, I have a lot of 19-year-olds that hit on me, and I'm like, I have a son that's your age. I, I can't help you out. I'm sorry. But that's Do just the way it goes. Do you feel like that like, they want you to take care of them? No, have I have the, the, the two, I the two youngest that I see. Well, here's the thing. There's the difference between me and you. You're dating femmes who always want somebody to take care of them. I'm yeah, dating studs uh-huh. that will have a, pr- a point to prove. So, like, for me, like... The two that I've dated that are younger, they held good jobs. Like, they made money. They took me shopping all Mm -hmm. the time. Like, I had one girl that was younger than me by, like, nine years who used to take me shopping all the fucking time. Like, I had no clothes that I bought. All my my clothes were from her. So, like, Mm -hmm. that's just kind of... But it's a different dynamic. You just gotta... The thing is, is for me, the reason why studs don't stick around is because I'm extremely independent... You're independent. You're and independent. I'm and I'm extremely. I love an independent woman. I call mm-hmm. shit. I don't not call shit. And if I start yeah. calling you on your shit and you're not willing to admit that you have shit, the relationship exactly. doesn't doesn't work out for me because I because I can't pretend like I'm blind to what I'm seeing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not that, that girl. That is so right. That is so right. And and um and you know like about the taking care of somebody, it's like if I was to marry again. I'm not going to ever look past, like, having to take care of somebody. I believe there may be, uh, you know, because of the job that I have, I probably would be the bread bread maker of the family. You know, which I'm okay with that. I I totally 100% am okay with that. I do want someone to work 
And, but I want her to enjoy what's... There's that bug again. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's I funny. Silly. Um, I, I just want her to be happy yeah. doing what she's doing. And cause the worst thing is both of you come, come home at the end of the day, and one is just not happy. Yeah. And, and it just brings the whole time... Yeah you know, temperament of the house. A lot of people and, just, and a lot of people stay with unhappiness with work because they're making a paycheck and they, they don't want to go find another job. A lot of people do that. Yeah, or go to school and be something yeah. that you I'm anti-college, so. <laughs> not, yeah. The only, th- the only time that you should go to school, the only time that you should go to college is go for anything to do with law, anything to do with medical. Other than that, mm-hmm. you're wasting your money. It's true. True. The, neither the That's guy, neither true. the guy that started Apple or the guy that started Windows finished college. None of them. Like I don't think one of them. I think there was one of them that didn't even finish high school, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I want to say some the of one the most genius the graphic designers that I know I never went to college sure. for it. Some mm-hmm. of the worst graphic graphic designers I know spent all their money going to college for it. That's just it's the way it goes. You, if they would start teaching people in high school trades instead of making them focus on history, trade, that's not going to yeah. do anything for them. It's just I don't know. It, it I watched this video and it stated it's like college is the um, most highly paid unsuccessful business in the world. They have the lowest success rate in getting people jobs within their field, but yet they make the most money. Mm-hmm. Because you just because I have two degrees, I have two, and I don't get to use mm-hmm. either of them. I don't use I yeah. I is they they go to my t-shirt brand. <laughs> my graphic mm-hmm. design degree covers my t-shirt brand, and my photography mm-hmm. degree to cover covers my hobby. And that's it. Nice. <clears throat> so uh-huh. I'm not a big yeah. school. If, if you want to do something, learn it. Start going to conventions. Exactly. Start going to, uh-huh. they have talks. Google the talks for what you want to do. Like there's different uh-huh. ways that you can get involved in stuff. But a lot of people don't have that drive. A lot of people want to be handed everything or are okay with working mediocre jobs. Exactly. Yeah, and, and and you know I'm I'm you know it's just I just want to be with somebody that is just happy doing what they're doing. Like I I don't expect her to come home. And I wonder have how many. I wonder what the percentage day. is in this world of people that are happy with what they're doing and people that are not happy with it, what they're doing. I bet yeah. you it's fucking a crazy difference. I bet, but it doesn't have to ruin your whole life though either. Yeah. You know, like some people oh, let it. It's like what's. <laughs> Let's discuss our day and let's move on because at the end of the day, you have each other and that's all you have. Work is going to come and go. You're going to, you know, clock in, you're going to clock out and that's it. And, and, but your love is going to be there. I've had people do the whole taking their work out on me thing in my lifetime and it's stupid. Wow. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I don't feel like I, at this point, I hate dating. The dating scene is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The way that people have decided to act um, is beyond yes. me. And it's really hard mm-hmm. to find the people that are, um, and then it's crazy because you will, you'll find people that are like you, but you're not attracted to them. So if you're not attracted to them, you can't force yourself to be, Exactly. I'm not that person. If I'm not fully attracted to you, I won't have sex with you. Like that, I don't I, do. Exactly. I don't you, settle. You know what I think? If you don't make me you want to passionately make out with you, I'm not gonna make out with you. <laughs> exactly. Yep. 
and you know the first thing and you I, I don't know what the audience is going to think about this but if I can't see myself naked with you we won't go on that first date yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't want that to sound like I'm because I'm not a pervert in that area you know at all but you have to excite me to that kind of level because you have to have something to look forward to I'm very private about that stuff and, and you know what I'm noticing on a lot of these groups is the non-stop talking about sex and fucking and I'm that person. I I I, I run like, a group that's all about that. So <laughs> I'm yeah, that person. Geez, I'm so modest about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That <laughs> I just uh, you know what I do with my girl is, is between us. Yeah, and no, hopefully she's not I'm gonna advertise it. it to the world. But yeah, no, no. I mean, I can honor that, and you know. that's just not my cup of tea that I I don't want my sex life out there for everyone to wonder what I'm doing. Uh, I'm very private about that. I I don't know why, but I, I, um, I, I, I'm just very private in that area. I took a, a sex ed, a sex, um, sociology class in college mm-hmm. and it stated that, and it's a proven fact that women know within 12 seconds of meeting somebody, if they're willing to fuck them or not. Exactly. Oh, that is like right yeah. on. That is straight up. Yeah. That is. Yeah. That is straight up, yeah. and and when I go out to like a straight bar, and and, and the straight women flock on me, so I know that I need to not go in those bars because that's trouble. That's big time trouble. That or just tell them no. <laughs> yeah, but if you haven't had sex for a while, it's like if you know it's hey, be like a I managed to turn you know down <laughs> plenty of motherfuckers at the bar. I haven't had sex in two years. <laughs> And I turned down so many motherfuckers at the bar, trust oh, me. Oh, man, like, I'm it's... dying to have, like, you know. Whatever. I would love even, Don't like, let's... a friend of For some, <laughs> it's funny because you're quiet about it, but you're letting it control you. Don't do that. Yeah, true. You are right. You are right. And, and maybe it's because I, I haven't had good quality sex in a long time. Yeah. That can put a damper on things. Why. Getting laid makes you happy. It's a proven fact. Yes, it fucking does. And it's like you can go on with the rest of your week, you know? Like, yeah, you know, I'm all good. Yeah. I feel really, really, I mean, really bad for my next family, girl. But, you know. she. I haven't had mm-hmm. sex in two years. I feel bad for her. I'm just going to want to fuck all the time. It's going to be stupid. It's gonna, I'm going to be, I'm like, hold on. We just had sex, but let's just do it again. Hold on. I know we've just done it four times in a row, but fuck it. One more time, right? <laughs> I already know yeah, me. I, I, think I feel really, really bad for her. You can do that. You, you can do that. Like, and the orgasm is so much better. And I know I just said that I was very modest about, but you're kind of pulling it out of me here, Billy. And you're not supposed to be modest about sex. Like, that's the problem with this world, is everybody's fucking so yeah, modest that they I, can't even have fun with it. It's like, why be modest? Yeah. Everybody's fucking, we might as well share so we know what everybody's doing it's to make each other feel good. I, I, you know, if I have a girlfriend, of course I'm very open with her. Like, you know, we can have phone sex. And, and you know, I'm very open like that. I, I guess I, it's uncomfortable well, it's getting a little bit easier now when we're talking about it. Uh, it's just to, you know, be really raw about it. 
I, yeah. you know, I guess. I don't like go, um, when but, I, when I do have a partner, I don't go and like share our intimate moments all over the fucking web, but yeah. I will, I will like, um, I run a group called the bed, bad lesbos club. If anybody wants to go mm-hmm. check it out on Facebook, it's a dope little group. It's not very active right now, but there are some pretty decent people in it and they do get pretty raunchy. Mm-hmm. I put up shit in there about yeah. bondage all the time. And the other day I asked everybody mm-hmm. if they talked dirty when they, to themselves when they masturbate. And so like, that's what we talk about in there. And sometimes it. you just need that sexual release, especially if you're I, not getting yeah. laid. It's a great place to, like, go look at a bunch of girls tied up in bondage so you have masturbation between yeah. them. So is that something that you like to look at? Bondage? Or, and, and does that turn you on just by um, looking at the pictures? I mean, it's pretty sexual. If you go, it, you can check out the group. I've got tons of pictures on there, but... I got into bondage. Uh-huh. Um, when I moved to Florida, um, my ex left me, um, cheated on me and left me. And I was really depressed. Oh. And I met this girl who was a, fe- a fellow witch. And she was like, come hang out uh-huh. with me and my friend. We, you know, we have some prayers and stuff that we want to do for you. And so I was like, all right, cool. So before I knew it, I was surrounded by four women with their shirts off tying me up in bondage. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Did you feel scared at all because you didn't know these people? No. I I knew the girl that had brought me over there. I had hung out with her quite a few times, and I was very comfortable with her. And I'm really good at reading people's vibes when it comes to stuff like that. Um, One of them had pulled me outside and did a meditative thing to me to help me lose my negative Uh energy. So at that point, I felt really comfortable with these women because they were very much about helping Uh me at that point in time. Uh And it was all they were doing was showing me a simple handcuffed hand tie. And they were showing me, um, we did a pentacle star across my, my chest. And Uh so it wasn't anything like super crazy, but it got me into it. And I wound up buying some bondage ropes Uh and I have two outfits that I make, um, into one that I like Uh that I wear every Halloween underneath my Halloween costume. But yeah, I think bondage looks really sexy. Uh, Lately they've been using bondage to suspend women. So women are floating from Uh bondage and it looks pretty dope. Uh So yeah, I do like looking at that type of stuff. I like I like mm-hmm. bondage, so it turns me on. I have a couple friends that do the same thing like that. They're into the witchery stuff, and those are like the most raddest women I've ever met in my <laughs> life. Like one of them is like my best best friend. Like it, 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 it seems like that they are so open to everything. They're open to everything out there. They're open to different people, and they're like the most giving people I've met. Yeah. And, and, and it's such um, a relief, you know, when I hang out with her. Yeah, um, one of my, it, one of my friends, what you like just said about her, what you, it's weird because what you just said about her, one of my friends just told me a couple nights ago, she goes, Billy, before I met you, I was a Christian woman that thought witches were the most worst yeah. thing that you could ever come across. She goes, I met you and the first day I hung out with you, you changed my entire opinion about everything that I was taught as a child. <laughs> she yeah. was like, when I'm around you, I feel better. You're giving. Yeah, that's the thing is, is we is, follow a creed. If you're a good witch, mm-hmm. if you care, if you're mm-hmm. a green witch, we follow a creed. And yeah. most of them are that. They're what you said. They're not scary. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I was kind of scared at first. I'm like, okay, I don't know what they do and, <laughs> you know, and all that. But when I met her, uh, she just, we, her, her like, aura was just beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. um, she's one of the best 
people I've ever met in my life. And, and when you look at all these Christians out there now, they're, you know, judging you that you're not going to go to heaven if you're gay. You're not, you know, blah, 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 blah. That's not how it's supposed to be. Well, I'm Jewish, so my belief is a little bit different. But I, I'm sincerely happy that I'm surrounded by a group of people that, um, that they, you know, accept me. Yeah. And yeah. I am embraced, and, and that feels really good. And, and I think everybody needs that. Yeah, everybody but, definitely um, needs that. Witchery, I don't know if that's the right term to use with you guys. I mean, or not, but you guys are like the best terms. type of people I've, like, ever met. Like, you guys, I, I, very honest and 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 very very humble very it's funny humble. I got the word witch tattooed across the bottom of my neck in like black letters I think I letters. saw that yeah. in um, one of your posts yeah, yeah. I, yeah. and it's funny because I, I you can't really tell what it is when I'm looking at you, you can't tell that I have the word witch tattooed across my neck until mm-hmm. I lift up my head and so people will They'll be the, a lot of people think it says, says bitch because I tend to turn my head the way where the H is at more often, mm-hmm. and it does. It looks like it says yeah. bitch. Um, but then mm-hmm. I'll show them, and I was expecting to get... Um, I knew when I did it that I was going to get the reactions. Like, I knew once people started asking me mm-hmm. um, what it said, when I had to tell them, I knew I was going to get not-so-good reactions, and I was going to get okay reactions, and so far it's been it's been okay i've had a few people go so what why would you get that does that mean you're a witch and i'm just like yeah and they're like so you you think you're a witch and i said look i didn't wake up one morning and say oh i'm gonna be a witch i had somebody sit down and talk to me about something and prove something Mm -hmm. to me physically right in front of me that made me Mm -hmm. realize that this might be a thing and I've just followed it, mm-hmm. and it has done great things for my life. In the last four years, I have completely changed a lot of my beliefs, and it makes me feel mm-hmm. good. I'm happier in my life. I feel better about who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And if anybody's got a problem with that, they can suck my rainbow dick and go and complain to somebody out. else because I don't I can really agree care. With you. Yep, and, and, and that's like the, you know, it's like some, you know, like I want to work on my neck, you know, to get done. And some of the nurses at like work will say, why, you know, oh my gosh, it's not why, it's because I want to do it. Doesn't matter what you think. Um, in, um, now in the nursing world, we're getting more open now for us being like inked up. I got my left arm done. I'm currently um, working on my right arm, but I want to start on my neck piece soon. Yeah. Um, my dad's an orthopedic surgeon. He's completely tatted. Mm-hmm. My my oh, dad's an, yeah, he's he's got full sleeves and it was cool cuz when he worked in the cast room towards the end of his career, um it was actually mm-hmm. a way to he had dragons on his arms. So he would show the kids that were in pain that he was casting like, "Look, look at my dragon. It's going to fly." And like he'd move his muscle mm-hmm. while he was working. I love it. So that way you know it yeah, would move Brad. and it really distracted mm-hmm. them and it wound up being like a really good experience. Like my dad was really good at what he did. He was a better cast tech than he was a father for sure, but um yeah. Like in New Mexico, I had professors that were completely tatted up. Like there was one mm-hmm. she was so fucking sexy and she was so tatted. I had to quit the class because I took two 
two of the classes of the whole term and I couldn't stop staring at her ass and her tattoos so I wasn't learning <laughs> shit in the class and so I walked mm-hmm. away but I'm just saying like no joke in New Mexico they could give a fuck I have seen so many tatted police officers doctors professors lawyers like it's, they're getting more open now they're way they've, they have been though they have been there New Mexico mm-hmm. has always been I feel like New Mexico has always been extremely accepting of tattoos when I moved down to Florida I really did realize just how because mm-hmm. here it's a whole nother ball game people see me and they're like they'll pull their kids close i'm like really oh, they're like scared. there's a lot worse yeah. things in this world than your kid could see other than me i promise you that exactly right? like right. you and your husband fighting right. every night how about that one you should pull them away from that stop <laughs> worrying about me focus on yourself bitch right right <laughs> you know i feel honored to live in a city where we're, yeah. where it's um, very hippie and, yeah. and they were all into that so I don't really get looked at in a yeah. negative way but if I go out of town they will look and go like they'll say why did you do that to your skin and sometimes I just want to because I wanted to like, it's all your fucking business it's what I want to do because everything on me and I got some pretty fucked up tats for me that I need I, I need fix so bad but um you know I got them cheap and and uh you know I'm gonna fix this arm up but um it's what I want and every piece tells a little bit about it's a story my life. yeah and, it's and, a story that's what happens you know but you will get judged for it at a lot like I you know I I'm going to get my whole neck done and I want to get my chest and my stomach, my legs done. Um, not to look cool, not to look badass. It's just because that's what I want to do. Yeah. I'm yeah. not girly. I, I, I never was girly. I, I, and it's not trying to make me look like I'm tougher than, you know, what I am. Yeah. Because I don't think that way. Yeah, when I, I don't like people looking at me. Honestly, I'm the type of person that I don't want to be stared at. And it was funny because I never stopped to think about the fact that once I had 79 tattoos, that maybe people mm-hmm. might be staring at me. And so, like, I stand out like a sore thumb, especially in the town that I live in. Most of the people that are heavily tatted here are male. All the guys are the bikers uh-huh. and they're heavily tatted. The girls aren't yeah. that tatted, but I, I definitely... Uh-huh. I definitely stand out here, and um, it's just funny because I never meant to look harsh. I just everything on me is super important to me. Um, everybody uh-huh. asks me what's my favorite tattoo, and I'm like, I can't tell you that because there's tattoos that I've done that I love. I just had my friend pass away, and she did two tattoos on me, so uh-huh. I love those. Uh-huh. I have a friend that works at my shop that's an apprentice, and she's learning, and I love those tattoos. I have my other friend at the shop that just did an amazing portrait on me, and I love that tattoo. Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, don't ask me my favorite yeah. one because honestly, it's in my entire yeah. body that makes me happy. Exactly. So, yeah. so I didn't well, really. How much of your body do you think is done? Like, do you I have. I, I'm sure it's over half of your body. Oh yeah, I've got my my arms are pretty much done. Most of my arms just need background at this point. My arms are pretty much at ba- just a couple background spots and they're covered. Um, my whole sternum is done. My chest has a uh-huh. heart on it. My neck is done. I have my butt cheeks are not covered, but each of them do have tattoos on them. And then my legs have room. My hands are completely covered, uh-huh. and then I have a palm tattoo. I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I got. I've even got. I've got one in my armpit. My other armpit needs to be done still, but I'm procrastinating on mm-hmm. that one. Oh, the armpit like hurts. <laughs> you know what? I'm. I'm. Um. I've got this really amazing numbing stuff. I didn't feel anything on my armpit. Oh, okay. I almost fell asleep through it, but um, uh-huh. 
I'm not procrastinating because the pain. I just the I need to get the artwork drawn up by the person that does it, and I just haven't mm-hmm. I haven't hit her up, and I need to pay her to do it because I she 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 does so much for me, so I need to throw her some cash to do that. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then I've got you know my legs are about. 40% covered. It's just there's a couple of big from on my legs from the back you can't tell I have very many tattoos. On the front of my legs mm-hmm. they're pretty much covered. I just haven't gotten to the back yet. So Yeah. But I'm just I've, I I I didn't even realize I was doing it. Like I mean honestly I got a tattoo um when my son was born. What was my first tattoo? Oh, I got a dragon on my leg at 17. And that was on my 17th birthday. Um and then um, I got my son's name with like his baby laying in a moon thing when I had mm-hmm. him a few years later. And then I got this um, dragon thing on my like tramp staff area where on my back. And then I didn't mm-hmm. get anything for fucking years. Like that was like at 20 that I got or 21 I got the dragon. And then I at like 20, fuck, 22 I got divorced. 23 I went to, um, this shop and it wound up being a family friend of mine that worked there and he tattooed me on my back to fix the dragon situation and Uh I just started sending people to him and before I knew it he was like oh he was like you know what you send me so many people I owe you a tattoo bro and so like he would tattoo me for free and then he opened up his own shop and I started basically being shop bitch so I would like go get cigarettes and drinks and food and help him out with appointments and clean and Mm -hmm. like so at the end of the night he started paying me with tattoos and then I met my first girlfriend and she was a tattoo artist so she tattooed me for five years and then right after that i met another girl mm-hmm. who was a tattoo artist and she tattooed me a lot for a year i got a lot of fighting from love her to have a girl that knows how to tattoo because i would be covered right you now know what i have made my tattoo. number one rule my number one rule right now is that i will mm-hmm. not date a girl that does tattoos ever again why because they're all psycho Oh, they're all psycho, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Every every girl that I've ever met that was a tattoo artist that was a butch lesbian mm-hmm. is way off their mm-hmm. rocker. They may create beautiful art, but they are a sociopath in their head, I promise you that much. Well, I know. I, it's like every woman that I tend to date is kind of psychotic, so I, There's I get that. There's a lot that, of them out there, man. <laughs> it's cool. It's funny because... So, um, one benefit I got from counseling in my life was that the counselor helped me realize who was a sociopath and who wasn't. So now I can weed them out right away. I'm like, oh, no, 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 not dealing with you no more. Not dealing with you no more. <laughs> yeah. Question. I want your opinion on something. Um, okay. I'm not going to say this person's name in case she's going to listen to Yeah, the names show, are, but, um, it's better to leave it, names out. Yeah, yeah, no, I would never do that. I don't want to harm anybody with who they're with. But um, if two people say that you are soulmates together, shouldn't you be together? Like, no, if one's I, saying, let's do this, no, like, so, and then, but one is solo because she's in a relationship. Okay, so here's the deal. With my belief uh-huh. system, you believe that you travel through lives and that your soul goes through different vessels. And in those lives, uh-huh. you're going to have multiple soulmates. And the next life, you will either meet those same soulmates or you will live with other soulmates. I used to believe that you had to be with your soulmate. I used to believe that 100%. Mm -hmm. 
And then this is actually how I found out. This is actually how I started realizing that I was who I was. Um, I had a lady at my work who just came up to me one day and she was like, your aura is horrible. I can't take it anymore. And she's like, come to my office. I'm going to give you a free hour of Reiki um, meditation. And she was a Hopono Ono healer and a Reiki specialist. Mm -hmm. And she did a couple other things that I don't know how to pronounce, but she was an all around badass individual. And so she pulled me into the room. And at this time I was just going through my first girlfriend, leaving me for a girl that I found out she had been dating the entire time that we were together, including a year before we were even together. And I was heavily devastated because I had built my family and I was super happy with it. And it just went away in 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 a second And so I was super devastated and she had me come in the room and I was telling her about the whole soulmate thing because I really did feel like she was my soulmate and she was like, yeah, she was. And she told me that I had an entity with me and she released it. And then she told me to have dreams for three nights and to write them down and come back three days later. And so I go home and I go to bed that night and I have some of the most vivid dreams I've ever had. And I have vivid fucking dreams. Okay. But these dreams were so vivid to this day, if I close my eyes and think about them, I can remember them. And so it started in a really old house, and I was with this person, and we were we had our house. And then we would travel to another house that was newer, and then we would travel to another house that was newer. And then I would wake up, and so it was three houses a night, and at the end of the dreams, the last house that me and the soulmate were in was me and my, my girlfriend in the house that we broke up in. And I went back and I didn't even have to write them down. I just told her every detail and she just looked at me and she was like, do you know who you are? And I'm like, no, I'm me. I'm Billy. Like, what do you mean? Do I know who I am? And she goes, well, first of all, she was like, you and your ex were soulmates and you guys have been soulmates that have met multiple times in life. And sometimes Uh it's good and sometimes it works out and sometimes it's bad and sometimes it doesn't work out. And this lifetime, it was just not meant to be what it was supposed to be. But the reason why you guys felt so strongly about each other was because you have, and you will once again be soulmates. And I don't know why, but I had like, go ahead. Other lives then. Oh, like, you believe when you pass away, you're going to be born again into another body. Do you believe you're going to be a man or a woman or... Whatever I'm meant to be at that point in time. So whatever you're meant to be, okay. So you don't believe that there's just one true love then? No, I'm polyamorous, hun. <laughs> we don't believe in one of anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you believe that you can love more than one person equally at, at a the time. same time? Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your mind is so blown, but think about this. People have two to three kids. Am I right? Yes. And majority of them, if they're a good, healthy individual, loves all of their kids equally. Correct? Yes. There's no difference. You can love people the same. It doesn't matter if they're fucking you or if they're your family or if they're a friend. Like, you don't just keep one friend because you can only love one friend. Why would you do that? Mm -hmm. You keep multiple friends and you love them all individually. In a different way. In a different way and the same. With polyamory, like, when I've dated multiple women at once, I love them so much at the same time. It was the equal, I had equal love for these women. 
But the thing about them was they were so individual and they fulfilled different needs that like one, the other, Mm -hmm. the other one couldn't fulfill or one was adventurous and wanted to take me fishing all the time. The other one was more of a stay at home and watch Netflix type girl and play video games and eat pizza and feed me chocolate. Like, and Mm -hmm. I was okay with that because the other one that wanted to go adventurous, she couldn't stand video games. And the one that played the video games, she didn't want to leave the house. So I wanted both of those and it worked out really Mm -hmm. well. I don't believe that you should put pressure on one person to fulfill every need that you have. And I do believe that you can have multiple soulmates in your lifetime. I believe you're meant to. And if you rob yourself of experiencing all those different loves in your life, that's sad for Mm -hmm. you. So how would that work out if you were going to age with these two women? Like, so, how would that work out? I mean, you just, you have a relationship. It depends on your relationship dynamic. Like, there's polyamorous women that refuse to have mm-hmm. a live-in girlfriend, and they just have lovers, and all those lovers know about each other. They'll even do, like, dates where they bring their other lovers, like... It's very open, so you just kind of go with the flow of the dynamic. My mm-hmm. my end goal, if I could have any dream relationship in the world, and I've talked about this on my show before, is if I could have mm-hmm. two studs that I live with and we have mm-hmm. a polyamorous loving relationship where we all grow old together, I would absolutely love that. That would be so amazing to experience that in my lifetime because that's something that I've So you would want to be the main woman with sister wives? is what you're saying. Yeah. Kind of like with your wife. Because I got offered that one time, but only I would be the main one with two other women. And I don't know if I have that much energy to give equal It's really not that much. Okay. The way that it's the energy, way I love it is hard. It's not that and much energy. Hardcore. I promise you, it's not as much as you're thinking. If the, if the thing is, is if you are in two loving relationships that are good and healthy, it doesn't require much energy. And that's when you know you're in the right relationship. When you're done, in my opinion, if I have to put a bunch of stressful energy into a relationship, I'm done. I'm done. I want something loving that's going to benefit me. Now, that being said, I understand that every relationship is going to have a problem. But if you have a problem, then you sit down as two adults and you talk about it. You don't sit there and make each other's lives living hell. Exactly. So until I find that level of healthy, I'm on my own. I'm good with that, mm-hmm. but I don't. Think yeah, that that makes sense. That so makes if sense. you're if, if you're having if you're being drained by a person, then that person needs to no longer yeah. be in your life. Period. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have women that come in my life, and it's always about them. It's like me, 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 me. When is it going to be about us? That, yeah. I, that's another problem that I have with um, yeah. meeting women. Is it's about them, me, 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 and it's kind of like, well, when is it going to be about me or us? Yeah. Um, and, and uh, that's kind of like what my ex. There's a ton of selfish people in this world now. And, you know, and, and I care about her, and I'll, I, I mean, I think that a part of me is always gonna love her, but it, it's just was never about. I think us at the end of the day, it was more yeah. about her. And I, I think I'm set up with, with that idea of it always being consumed around her. That I, I, I want someone to care about me like that. Instead of me putting all this effort into loving and getting heartbroken, that she wants every stud out there. I think that's unfair. You know, when I just want one woman, and, and I can respect and I can appreciate whoever wants more than one. I love everybody, and, and whatever they want to do, I'm so happy. I, I, I don't care. I just want someone, I want to be 
the world to that woman, and I want my woman yeah, to be there's... my whole world to there's polyamorous and there's monogamous and there's everything in between um i really Mm -hmm. do hope that you find what you're looking for love i hope that some woman comes into your life and you find that yeah i hope so thanks for another great week everybody um i hope that you guys are having a good one uh sorry about the emotions on this show it's been like i said it's been a rough week and um yeah so emotions unfortunately tears are flowing And there's not a whole lot I can do to control them at some point. So I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you guys enjoy the songs. Um, The songs on this week's show have been getting me through you guys. So until next week, have a good one. Turn my headphone down a little bit. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
this my junior, stay solid, my nigga. I'm on a tangent, not how I planned it. I had some fans that hopped in a band and shit when they thought that I wasn't gon' pan out. I got a plan. They say the success is the greater revenge. Tell all your friends, call on a mission, submitting the spot is the greatest that did it before it all ends, nigga. How much money you got? A lot. How many problems you got? A lot. How many people done doubted you? A lot. Left you out to rot? A lot. How many pray that you flop? A lot. How many lawyers you got? A lot. How many times you got shot?